You're listening to the ACC Honors Podcast. Edited by me, Mars Medina. Now's the time. Let's get nerdy. Let's get curious. Good afternoon, Riverbats. Welcome to the Honors Podcast, Black History Month edition. Today, we're going to be chatting with Professor Kyle Smith. Welcome. Smith is Professor of History at ACC and is teaching African American History 1 and 2 this semester. Interviewing Professor Smith today um, is me, an Honors Ambassador, and also Honors Student Organization member and treasurer, Amber Trailer. How are you all doing today? Can you repeat that again? Okay, yeah, cool. Um, So we'll just start with a quick icebreaker and then dive into the topic. Um, So who are three people that have inspired you? High on the list is uh, my father. He was an educator, uh, an assistant principal in the Chicago Public Schools, and then a principal in the Vicksburg Public School System when he moved there with my mom, uh, set a role model as a mentor and an example for higher education. So personally, um, high on the list would be Dr. King for his courageous stand and, and uh, absolute total commitment to the civil rights movement. And uh, probably high on the list would be Frederick Douglass uh, for one who uh, actually you know, had to make a stand to run away and rebel and fight, actually physically fight for his freedom and independence so it could be won. Yeah, wow, those are all really great choices. So can you give us a deep dive into history 2381? What is it all about? Why is it important? And what is your hope for the impact on students? History 2381 is the first section of African-American history. It is the uh, introductory course that begins with pre-colonial African-American history, actually starting back with African history first, so that students see that African history is not just enslavement, actually, Mm -hmm. It begins with uh, kingdoms of Africa dating to Egypt the way I teach it. The textbook starts with the three major African kingdoms that predate the Portuguese and Spaniards and the French and the British arrival uh, in the 13th, 14th, 15th centuries, uh, Mali, Ghana, and Songhai. And then from there, it does start to begin to talk about the arrival of the Europeans, uh, how the African slave trade began and how it continued throughout the colonial American days. And then that, that course ends with reconstruction, the end of slavery first, and then reconstruction through reconstruction until actually 1877. Wow, that sounds awesome. I especially like how you're going back to Africa and really starting at like the root of everything. That sounds like a really interesting way to approach the topic. Absolutely. Um, what is your hope for its impact on students? Well, I hope what students are able to get from the course is a well-rounded view of how we got to where we are in America, how we got to uh, the race relations that this country has today, struggles that African-Americans have gone through, Mm -hmm. the obstacles that African-Americans had to overcome, how they were overcome, some individuals who helped lead in that movement and in that work and in that effort for Black liberation and equality, but also to look at what has transpired in the history of the United States, not just from a negative point of view, but also the contributions Mm -hmm. that white Americans have made to African-American independence. For example, I tell my class frequently that American history is 
it has some good, but it also has some bad and it also has some ugly. U.S. history, world history, human history has good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. And I make a reference there to Clint Eastwood, the good, the bad, and the ugly movie. Um, the idea is that it's not all good, of course, but it's not all bad, and it is not all ugly. Mm -hmm. It's a balance of all, as all human beings and human history is. And so I'm trying to share in the course a well-balanced view of all of that. So we'll talk about some of the leaders and founders of the movement, such as W.E.B. Du Bois and uh, others who in the early days of the 1900s, right after emancipation, worked to start the work of the NAACP and other organizations. Going back further in the past, we'll talk about those who were slaves or enslaved persons who either ran away or resistance or um, help run the Underground Railroad, those kinds of things. And uh, leading all the way up to, in, in this class, an end of slavery and the beginning of freedom for African-Americans and the work of the uh, Freedmen's Bureau and those that were working to, for the very first time, start African-American education process yeah. once slavery was over. Cool. I mean, I can definitely see why this is a really important class, but in your own words, can you maybe say why you think it's important? Sure. I think that it's important because the of some of the misconceptions that we as Americans have about our own history. It's important for African-American students to see men and women of courage like them themselves, mm -hmm. to have role models to look up to. Yeah. In many instances today, uh, before students get to college, I think in my understanding and what students are telling me, African-American history is not being really taught well in the elementary and middle school and high schools. Yeah, I would say not from my experience. Yeah. So right now, many students are getting a really good first dose of well-balanced teaching on mm -hmm. African-American history for the first time in college. Yeah, so that's it's crazy. Opening, it's sad. It's really yeah, sad. Yeah, that is it's sad. It's opening experience for many students the very first time. Some of them will ask the question, why weren't we taught this? Mm -hmm. Why? Why is this the first time we've heard this? And we'll talk about some of those issues as well. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that should be brought up a lot more and should just be a part of regular education, like the younger grades. Um, I'm really glad that you were able to bring this course to college and, you know. Um, so how did you get involved in teaching this course and why are you passionate about it? I've been teaching at ACC for five years since mm -hmm. um, um, basically 2017, teaching in the Integrated Reading and Writing Department. And I finished my doctorate degree in education in reading and literacy at the same time while I was teaching. Oh, cool. um, my uh, supervisor in the INRW, Integrated Reading and Writing Department, uh, mentioned to the chairman of the history department that my master's degree is in history and tried to do a co-requisite course with history. That kind of came to fruition basically for me about a year ago. And so I started teaching as an adjunct professor first in mm -hmm. the history department and adjunct in the integrated reading and writing department at the same time, uh, probably spring of last year. Mm -hmm. And then since then, I've retired from 21 years as an attorney with the state of Texas. And now I'm teaching full-time with the history department and part-time with the integrated, well, the English department it's called, called now. So I have the honor of teaching one course per semester of African-American history. So this semester, I'm teaching the second part of the course. Last mm -hmm. semester, I taught the first part of the course. 
Wow, that's passionate awesome. about it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm passionate about it because a I love history, but b I've immersed myself for years in this section, this part of U.S. history. So it's just a wonderful experience to be able to share it with students. And because I never would have thought at this point in my career that I'd be be able to do this, so it's really a blessing to have this opportunity. You are like the best kind of professor out there. People who are like super passionate about the topics that they're bringing to the class. I really commend you and appreciate that there are teachers like you out there. That's really awesome. Thanks. Um, so outside of your class, do you have any resources where students or people listening into this podcast can get more information about Black history? Good question. Uh, I rec regularly uh, send videos to my students so that they can get other sources just not me, not only me as the, now, by the way, I see myself as a facilitator, not as a lecturer. Mm -hmm. So I'm sharing as many sources as I can for students to get, not just what I have knowledge of, but what other uh, sources of information and resources can bring them. I highly recommend the website Crash Course Black American History. It's the component, it goes along with Crash Course US History, which many students have seen before, uh, but Crash Course US History does, as the title would indicate, all U.S. history, whereas Crash Course Black American History emphasizes the contributions and the issues that deal with African American history. That's a big website. Well done. The, the history that is um, spoken of there and on each broadcast used is impeccable. They do good research. The person who does the narration is himself a PhD in history and a professor of history at the college level, so it's a really good source. Wow, definitely. Yeah. I'm going to write that down and check it out myself, actually. Good. Another one is history.com, the you know, History Channel website. Mm -hmm. Great source. You can, Google, you can Google just about literally anything you want to about history, and history.com would have a video or a PDF or a written format information on that subject, including African, African American history topics. Cool. Um, okay, what are what should students do to learn about Black history and get involved in celebrating it? We'll definitely check out the websites you mentioned, maybe take your course, but what else do you think? I would recommend, if anyone's interested, always keep an eye, to find out if there's a, a program or a, a special event on campus or in the community. It may not be an on-campus or an ACC-affiliated function, but many organizations in the city tend to give not just in February, but throughout the year opportunities for people who are interested to become involved in the community in, in activities in uh, benefits and things that they can be involved in to help race relations and diversity and equity in our city and around Central Texas. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and pass it on to Amber, who has a few more questions for you. Okay. Absolutely. So Professor Smith, February is obviously Black History Month. Why do you personally feel this is important in an academic setting? Kind of tying in with the previous answer that I gave earlier, I really think it's important that if we're going to, as a nation, get past some of the problems we have with race relations, a historical understanding is required. One of the reasons I think there's a race relations problem in the United States today is because we've never talked about it. We kind of ignore it, we bury it, we sweep it under the rug or we bury our heads in the sand and act as if things didn't happen in America. And since that's been the way we've dealt with it for the last 50 years, here we are 50 years after the civil rights movement and we're kind of stuck in a rut racially and ethnically, so to speak, in this country. I tell my students, very frankly, I want them to know 
my perspective and my take on U.S. and African-American history on day one, just in case they don't want to take my class, they could get out of it day two. If they wanted to, I tell them that in my opinion, based on what I've studied and researched and read both professionally and just because I have an interest in history, in my opinion, the United States of America has a real bad track record about how it deals with or has relationships with its citizens of color. And in this course, that's frankly what we're going to talk about, not just to say what has happened wrong in the past, but to say what good things and possible good things have happened in the past, what possibilities are possible for the future, and how we can make some of those positive changes that hopefully will make our country have more opportunity for all of its citizens and all of its people and so that the founding fathers dream of an equitable society where all are created equal and have rights, liberties, and justice is possibility, comes true. I definitely agree. I think open conversation is the best way to work towards a more equitable and equal future for all people in the United States. Uh, outside of that, if you had to choose a few important moments in Black history regarding academics, what would they be and why are they so important? I think one of the most important is the Brown versus Board of Education decision of the Supreme Court in the 1950s. Even though it took upwards of seven years for the decision to be implemented and segregation in public schools in the South to be really officially ended, it was at least the foundation of the possibility of change so that there wasn't a separation based on race for education. That was so fundamentally important because as long as that Jim Crow era law for segregation of children in schools was in place, that produced a group of citizens who had a second class education. Unfortunately, textbooks were handed down and used. Uh, teachers were not paid sufficiently across the board. It was producing uh, students that were not as well educated as in other schools. And so to level the playing field, you had to start leveling at kindergarten or first grade. And so that wasn't possible until Brown v. Board of Education was the decision based on, as the, as the decision says, as the, chief, as the Chief Justice said, that the segregated schools gave the Black children a badge of inferiority for the rest of their lives. That had to be demolished, and it finally was. Yeah, absolutely. I think people forget Reedy Bridges is only 67 years old. Um, so it's not that far back in history that these things were happening, and we do still need to be having these conversations on a regular basis. So that was a very good point. The events of the 50s and 60s are still a current history in the lives yeah. of many people. Yeah, that always blows my mind how people like, I don't know, think of it as like the past. And I'm like, that still feels like that's like pretty much our like current time, you know, like definitely not that far back that horrific things were happening. Right. Well, to that point, I'd argue that the goal of inclusion and equality has not yet been reached. What can we as students do to help promote these things in our everyday lives? I know you mentioned getting involved in community events and definitely learning more about Black history, but what else? I would say make it a point, if every student would make it a point in their individual lives to try to show compassion and try to treat others right regardless of the color of their skin or the texture of their hair or the clothes that they wear or any external uh, markings, any external traits that would help a lot along the way to making 
our campus, in our city, in our state, and then our nation and the world far, far better off. But it starts with individuals. It, I don't think can be legislated. It has to be something that people do from the heart. It has to be something that people want to do because all people, I mean, all people are human beings and therefore need to be considered equally in all the decisions we make. So basically try to show no preferential treatment, but absolutely don't show any discriminatory treatment and maybe then go beyond the call and try your best to help those that may have come from a background or environment where they weren't given as much fair chance or opportunity as others. By that, I mean, some would be you know, ESL students who are coming from a, another country, students who are first time, first generation college students, students who are struggling in courses. I think we know when, when there's a classmate of ours that's having a hard time, help that person. Ask, can you study with them? Ask, can you help them when you know that they, that they did not do well on a test? Ask them, is there anything you can do to help? If you're doing you know, well or succeeding, share, uh, pay it forward, so to speak, and show compassion. Absolutely. Um, I'm a big <laughs> advocate for equity and empathy, not sympathy. Uh, I think that the best way to treat people is to give them an equal chance, and that means equity. Not everybody starts at the same place, but we all end up at the same place. And then um, just treating people with compassion, you know, being understanding of how different we all are and how those differences change our life experiences is really important. Correct. Okay, so is there anything else you'd like to impart to our listeners today? Anything at all? I just really am glad that you all are doing this and saw fit to have this particular discussion this month. And I, I guess I would say this also, that if you have an opportunity to do any research or participation in any of the cultural events that come up on campus, whether, whether they be a Native American history or Native American events or Hispanic culture or Asian culture, open yourself to those opportunities. Share in this environment, share as long as you can in your college years, opportunities like this that come up like History Month or Native, I think it's a month, Native American History Month and uh, other cultural times set aside like that and then share with them, share them with others as well. That's great. Thank you so much, Professor Smith, for taking the time to speak with us today. I feel inspired and excited by the words that you shared. Um, and I'm definitely gonna, you know, hope that this imparts a good lesson on our listeners and that possibly they sign up for your course. I know that I would be excited to take it myself. Um, and Please with do. that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we will sign off for this podcast today. And thank you again so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. How are you engaging in Black History Month this year? I'll be reading The Death of Vivek Oji, a novel by Quakey Amezi. Don't forget to follow the Honors Program on social media. Our Instagram is at ACC underscore Honors Program. You can also follow the HSO at Honors Student Org ACC. They provide info on upcoming social and academic gatherings. For instance, we're having a winter clothing drive on February 25th. Awesome. I'll definitely be checking that out. Stay tuned for more conversations. Our podcast will be coming back regularly. And in the meantime, don't forget to stay nerdy, stay curious. <laughs>